Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. It's been a little while. We've had a little international break, but we are back, back with a bang. And I'm joined by, of course, Ben. Yes, we are back. It's been, it feels like a month, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably been about two weeks. It's only um, been two weeks since um, Liverpool bottled both Premier League and Champions League in the space of a week. Brilliant. Um, so but it's taken a solid in it if that yeah have you had a nice break yeah it's been all right it's been nice um i do think about podcasting a lot (laughs) yeah so we're back and yeah like we said we do think about podcasting and the exciting thing about right now we're in the world of football despite there being no meaningful matches because the Nations League is the biggest joke of the competition since well I don't know since it forever since um, the paint trophy I'd rather win the paint trophy than the Nations League put it out there um, I don't know so I just feel like it's unnecessary let's just have a break from playing let them have a rest they've got the World Cup coming up just seems it's now it seems to have sent everybody into a bit of hysterics about England because yeah, we obviously we haven't won. Now mm-hmm. all these stats are flying around saying, oh, first time in four years or whatever that we haven't um what is it? We've lost four not even not even lost, like not won four games on the bounce. Yeah. I just who cares? I literally could not care less. Yeah. Um, I think everybody needs to calm down. I've not watched a single minute of the Nations League. It's a shambles. The players have just played a massive season and we're playing over four games that we call competitive, but we all know it's a friendly. Good. Yes. Okay, well, that's enough negativity. Let's get into the transfer window and the theme of today's podcast, which is one transfer that every oh, Premier League side needs to make this summer. So, scouts from Arsenal all the way down to Wolves need to be listening to us rather than going to games and doing their own research, because we've created a list of 20 or so names, and they are should be top of the list for each of these clubs. And if they're not, what are you thinking? Um, what are you thinking? So we'll start with Arsenal. We'll discuss the big debates along the way, the positions they need, and the main focus of the window. So, yes. Arsenal, they've just lost Alexander Lacazette. Surely, Ben, the man on your list is a striker. It is. It is. Um, they haven't got a proper, proper striker now. Yeah, apart from Enketia. Enketia, who is good, but even if even if he was world class, you'd still be saying Surely he can't do he can't play thirty eight games a season. Yeah, plus, plus European more. football now. So. Yeah, I'd say they probably need maybe two strikers. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they, the problem is they've got other, they've got other areas. So I think they. Can't break the bank either because they spent a lot of money last summer. Haven't got the Champions League money either. Um, I'd say I'd say a left back because you know Tierney's not going to play a lot of games. I think Aaron Hickey's been linked quite a lot would be helpful. Uh, another man in that midfield, if Shaka or Party is injured or suspended, is helpful too. But I think striker is the priority, and I've gone for Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony is an excellent shout. I've got four names. Four. So these sort of, yeah, this is, I haven't got four for everyone, but I thought I'd, I'd go in for Arsenal, considering quite an interesting club, Arsenal, I'd say. So Ivan Tony is one of them. 
how are we doing this? Are we deciding on one between us? No, we just just go through it. The Hold audience on. can decide who they think is the best option. Okay. Um, Ivan Tony, probably the cheaper option. Yeah. Jonathan David. Okay. Dominic Calvert Lewin, or a chap from Italy called Scamacca, who is probably the cheaper option. However, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think Calvert Lewin, if you'd said that last year, would have been top of your list, absolutely. And yeah. Ivan Tony's pretty, had a pretty similar year, I'd say. Tony's work is good. I think he's been very unselfish for Brentford in his play. A lot of the time, he's he's the target man that flicks it on rather than actually getting himself in the box. So I think it would be interesting to see what he'd do because we know when he's sniffing around the box like he was in the Championship, he can get big, big goals. Um, yeah. and, and even still in the, in the league last season, he did a great job. So I think he is perfect. And I think he's he's a man that can lead the line well. Whether or not I haven't seen enough of David or Skamaka, to be honest, and there is a few names where I go outside of England this season and and just take a punt. But I think Arsenal, do you want a goal scorer that you know is going to get in the Premier League? Yes. Do you want someone that's going to be a focal point for that team? Yes. Is Ivan Tony that man? I think so. I think that Ivan Tony is probably the the best shout. It's just something that sort of would fit so well. Yeah, I agree. Considering as well, you've got the likes of Saka, who's rapid on the right. Yeah. And the, the, th- the thing with Brentford that will undo them, I think, is they're never going to say... If if, if the offer comes, they're not going to say no. No, no, especially not. Especially English tax, all that considered. They'll yeah. get some money out of him. They'll get, what, they'll, 30 mil? And they'll least. go and find someone better, because they always do. They started yeah. with Andre Gray, it was great. Then they got Morpai. It was great. Then they got Watkins. It was great. And then they got Tony. It was great. They literally just upgrade every time. Well, I'm free if um if they need a striker. There you go. Upgrade. I did say that. Um, <coughs> Aston Villa. Now this is an interesting one because they've flipping started a bit early, kicking us off already with two signings and two signings that they needed. I think. Prior to these, you probably would have mm. said, what do Villa need? Defensive midfielder and a centre-back. They've gone and got both of those got. things. Yeah. So we've pretty, I would say you've got a pretty much free range of where do you think the squad's the weakest that you think could do with an upgrade. Maybe those mm. positions still, but I think Ming's um, concert and Carlos is, is a good trio, or, or unless Stephen's planning a free, maybe. Oh. Um, could happen. But I've gone for a right winger because you've got, You've got Bailey on the left if he turns up. You've got Coutinho, who can who kind of number 10 or, or drifting onto the left side. You've got Buendia in the 10 drift to the right side as well. But I think that right-hand side, you need a, a direct winger. And I've said him for many a club. I think Asmail Asar would be a perfect... Um, I think Ooh. in behind, I think Watkins is the main man for Villa, really. I think there's rumours about Ings leaving. I don't think it's going to happen. But I think Watkins is first choice up top. But I think behind him, if you had Coutinho, Buendia... And it's Mila Sar. You've got everything you can possibly need to provide Watkins the four chances he needs to score a goal. Yeah. I think I feel like they're all right attackingly. I think they need a centre back. Okay. Attackingly is also not a word, I don't know. Attacking wise. Um, I think they need a centre back. I think Consta's injured at the moment. Yeah. With a with a long term injury as well, isn't it? 
It is. I'm not sure when he's back, but it, it was a hefty one. Yeah. So I think you just go in for James Tarkovsky. Yeah. I mean, you could pretty uh, much put his name on everybody on this list. You would. It's not. It's not yeah. a bad signing, really. Uh, ultimately, um, Mings we've seen before, time and time again, is a bit dodgy. Uh, I personally think he's better than people make it out to be. However, he's he's dodgy at most. So Carlos is obviously going to start playing soon, and I think Tarkovsky's a it's just a safe shout. He's proven Premier League quality. Probably been the best player in that Burnley team for a few years, or at least up there. Like like you say, he could get into majority of these teams. Would be wouldn't be pleased, uh, wouldn't be disappointed if he ended up signing for them. 100%. Okie dokie. First of the newly promoted sides. Um, and I'm thinking, well, next week we'll be doing one player, uh, one player every team should sell, the opposite to this. But I'm thinking after that, we do kind of our, our early thoughts and feelings about the clubs. Maybe we do it on Lima. We do it an episode on, do each, that again. on each club. But we don't do, we don't do predictions, just what our, our vibe is and, and what they need to do. But Bournemouth, we'll start off with, I worry about them, probably the most of the newly promoted teams, I would say. I'm not sure yet. Obviously, there's a long way to go. But um, I'm not sure they have enough. I'm not sure I trust Scott Parker. Um, Dominic Solanke scored a lot of goals in the Championship. Can he do it in the Premier League? Maybe. Um, but I've gone for a defensive midfielder because they just, I mean, they just don't really have that man to hold it down in the midfield. They've got Jefferson Lerma, who spends half a season getting suspended for doing stupid things. So you definitely... Must be need... ancient as well, why now? No, he's not that old. I think he's in, in his 20s. Um, oh. He's quite a young lad, but I just think they need somebody he's else. He's been around for years. It does. It does indeed. But um, I just think they, they play quite an attack in 4-3-3. I think they need someone to hold it down with Jeff or when Jeff's gone. Um, they're not going to spend outrageous amounts of money and we've just talked about filler and I think filling that defensive midfield hole I think Marvellous Nakamba who I think is quite good Ooh. and definitely a Premier League quality midfielder could be available for a cut price because now they're going to have Kamara um, Louise and McGinn and um, yeah. Sanson are all ahead of him anyway um, maybe not but um, I think he could be an option and I think a good one uh, that's a that's a great shout. I've gone for a centre back again though. Yeah, um, I think you either buy Nat Phillips, who they've obviously had oh, off yeah. Liverpool for the whole well for the second half of the season, I think, or maybe you go for like Levy Colwell mm. from Huddersfield. Uh, obviously, Huddersfield were, and I know he's, he's Chelsea, isn't he? Yeah. So I think maybe try and get him another loan because not sure he's going to fly back to Chelsea and getting game time so maybe if you can get him on loan that'd be a, a decent bit of business really the thing is and i have actually got him further on down the list um but chelsea and we'll talk about chelsea soon as well they've lost christensen and really center backs they may and it looks like they're probably going to lose aspilicueta as well Aspilicueta, yeah as well as Alonso, which is just to add to the defender list. That's a lot. They're going to have to replace. And there's only, many, there's only so many centre-backs that you can get. So I wouldn't be shocked if Levi Colwell was still a Chelsea player next season. Because... Would you see him 
getting some game time because I mean I really would like to think that he could. But I mean, right now, if they, they they're right getting rid of the like they're getting rid of the likes of Tamori and Gay, like oh, I don't. It just doesn't seem like Chelsea will let him I come back and play really. Gay and, and Tamori were probably in the in the right place at the wrong time. If it was yeah. this summer, obviously that wouldn't have happened. But last summer they were looking at it. They've got Rudiger, Christensen, Thiago Silva, your back three. You don't need anybody else. If they want to play, yeah. they're not going to play. Chalaba. This season, they definitely play. Um, mm. So can, I can definitely see Colwell coming into like a Chalabar role next season. He not started every game, but definitely can be trusted in the Premier League. Um, but I also imagine there'll be plenty of offers in the Premier League around him. For, yeah, sure. I can see him going. I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't really see him playing for Chelsea next season. Yeah. I'd like him to, as much as mainly for him, not for Chelsea, of course. Yeah. But I don't I'm really see it happening. Time will tell. Brentford are next. Um, and I can't see Christian Eriksen being a Brentford player next season. I don't nah. know you. I think he's had more attractive offers, really. Like United are supposedly after him now. Yeah. Um, Spurs a lot as well. like Spurs are, yeah. Uh, I think Brentford have really they've had their fun in the Premier League it's second season syndrome that hits a lot of newly promoted clubs so they need to strengthen and I don't think it might not even be worth chucking all your money at Ericsson yeah I don't even think if Brentford gave all the wages they had available to them that they could compete with Mm. Spurs and United and United yeah the like so I just think that's a bit of a lost cause Um, so I've gone for a number 10 but this is Brentford, so they're not going to spend a silly amount of money. They're going to sign someone that's not on the list because we wouldn't have ever heard of them. Um, I went for someone I've not ever heard of, but he, I still think he's probably heard of more than more than Brentford would like him to be. A guy called Adrian Thomasson, a nice number 10 to replace Christian Eriksen. Eight goals and four assists for Strasbourg last year. He's 28. He'd probably be a bit cheap. It sounds like a Brentford signing but they know more than anybody else when it comes to random signings that turn out to be world-class. So uh, just ignore me on this one, I think. Fair enough. Um, I think they need a right-back. Apparently, I've forgotten his name now, Sergi Canos has been atrocious this season, realistically. Yeah. Yeah, So um, a name that I've mentioned, this is the name, the only person I've mentioned twice. Somebody who's going to be mentioned a bit later, uh, Jed Spence. Yeah. But again, I think there'll be more attractive offers for him. So, Brentford, good luck uh, getting somebody. You'll probably do what Luke's just said and get somebody nobody's ever heard of, and they'll turn out to be bang average. Um, So, there we go, Brentford. A nice positive start for your season next season, by the sounds of it. Brighton and Hove Albion. Someone I'm much more positive about than Brentford. Um, And here comes my Levi Cobble shout for a loan Ooh. offer. We Brighton have Brighton have got history in signing uh, Chelsea players like Harry Lampton. Um Obviously, I'm only suggesting a loan in this case. There's obviously a key. Everyone says they need a striker. They've already signed a striker in Ndav, who's got about 400 goals last season. Um, so, is he in the Belgian league? In the Belgian league, the goal's still in the same place in the Belgian league as it is in the Premier League. So yeah, but the defenders marking it are not the same. I have gone for a striker. I have gone for Emmanuel Dennis. Yeah, he's right. good enough to still be playing in the Prem. You've got, like yeah. you said, you've got this other chap, Undav. I think you get Dennis. He was 
pretty decent. No AFCON to distract him. And ultimately, the supply he'll be getting is better. He'll be having the likes of Trossard passing the ball as opposed to somebody else. Tom I don't Clever. even know. Tom Cleverley, <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to go for Emmanuel Denny's. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. I just thought, obviously, Dan, nice Burn, cheap. Dan Burns gone to Newcastle last season mm. and they missed that left foot centre back. Cucurella's having to drop in and play centre back. And he, to be fair, yeah. he's been an absolute revelation at centre-back as well as he was left foot. Mm. But I feel like if you can get a left-footed centre-back in Levi Colwell, Potter will be able to develop him. He's good on the ball already. And then you can put Cucurella back at left wing back where he belongs. And you've just where got he thrives. Line there. So, yes, they probably do need another striker just in case. But yeah. I don't think Colwell's a bad shout. And I think it's a really good fit both in the if They could get a striker. I know you like to say they got this in Dove. If they can get a striker and Colwell, or even just a left-footed centre back, they're going to be pretty decent next season. This yeah. is the this is the time that we see um, Luke's co- uh, prediction come true. By the way, he, if that happens, that was outrageous. If it happens, I will buy you. I will give you a tenner. You can buy what you want. That will, I'll buy Brian Kit. If it happens, all right. I'll just have pure happiness because that was an outrageous shout for me back in about two and a half seasons ago predicting that in three seasons Brighton will be playing European football and they may well be uh, next who will be playing European football next season that's Chelsea and like we say Chelsea. they've got a defensive crisis going on <laughs> yeah it's an absolute nightmare at the moment um, they are linked with everyone under the sun but they haven't done hear about it yet and I'm going to tell you someone that they should be linked with but they're not and that is a man called Kalulu uh, from Milan. Milan, yes. He's only 21 years of age, and he probably is going to cost you quite a bit of money off the back of a uh, title-winning campaign. But this man can play anywhere. He can play centre-back, he can play right-back, and he can play left-back. So in a, in a team that's been decimated, I'm thinking this is the new Aspera Quetta. That's, that's my main thought, is this guy, you can play him at set, third centre-back in a three, absolutely no problem. He'll be outstanding there, I think. But the fact Asper Decreta can play left back and right back as well, just another string to his bow. And I think he, yes, they do need a Rudiger replacement big time as well, and Christensen as well. But the most like for like that I can see is this man coming in, having a massive long Chelsea career if he wants. And I think he could be the next Asper Decreta. I have also gone for a French centre back. However, I've gone for the more obvious shout. Okay. Jules Kunde. Yeah. From Sevilla. Just. He looks pretty good, to be honest. Uh, just give him what he wants. Chelsea, you can afford it, so stop messing around. We know you're going to get him in the end, so just do it. Like, and like you say, though, more, more than anything, Chelsea, <laughs> maybe you could make claim that they need a striker. Yeah. But I still think Lukaku's all right. Uh, unless you see him, unless he leaves, which I don't really see happening, Uh Something I saw the other day about Inter Milan wanting him on loan. Yeah, I mean, a, I don't see it happening personally. The thing is, you can't spend unlimited money. You've got to, uh, you can't just keep splashing the cash. And if no. you loan out Lukaku, then you've got to then spend big money on a striker and get three centre backs in, or at least two. Then that's that's a lot. Then you've got no else to go if you want to strengthen any well. And the fact is, they need another left back as well because Ben Chilwell can't play a whole season. No. 
Is um, Emerson left? Oh, Emerson might be there. That's a good point. Emerson might might come back. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah Kunde, he, he does look quite good. He's obviously been playing with Sevilla, not a bad club at all. Uh, French, I think he's broken into the national team as well now. So yeah. he's obviously got something about him. I don't know that much about him personally, but they've been linked with him for like two years now. So just do it. Just get get it him in. Uh, what, 50-something million, I think it is. 55, maybe. It's not too bad considering Chelsea not poor and well, I'm not too sure what this new era is going to bring. Now we said goodbye to a Roman, but I don't really see it changing that bad much. Yeah, me too. Okay, we stay in London. We go to Crystal Palace now. Crystal Palace mm. have got an exciting squad, but they have lost Conor Gallagher, who certainly for the majority of last season wasn't outstanding, and I think they need yes. a midfielder to replace him. And I've gone. For a man called Inman Loser. Was loser. Watford last season. And I think he probably one of Watford's best players. Um, I've seen a lot of Watford fans saying they're desperate to keep him. Whether or not that can happen, I don't know. If Crystal Palace come calling, I think he'd be a great man to replace Gallagher in the midfield. Not got the energy, I'd say he's more of a technical player rather than the bulldog of Conor Gallagher. Um, not taking away anything from his technical ability. But I think he can kind of calm it down in midfield. And then this is the season of Zaha Ali and Eze just tearing up the Premier League. Yeah, uh, I've gone for Gallagher. Uh, I don't know Fair what enough. I don't know what the uh, deal is behind him, but I think if this was ever going to be, if it was ever a time for Palace to make a big money money signing, it'd be on Gallagher. Nice and young, proven in the squad, and I think if they get him, that is very exciting. That's. It's always been the thing that sort of hangs over the really exciting Palace side, isn't it? Um, I do also think they need a right back, but I'm just going to say Jed Spence because I haven't had time to think about it. Um, well, I have had time. I just haven't thought about it. Um, but I think Gallagher just... Chelsea would take, what, 50 mil for him? I'm not going to be able to offer 50 mil. But I imagine if somebody offered Gallagher... What thirty mil would you accept if you were Chelsea? Considering the fact you, that you've still got your perfect midfield, it's not like they're actually losing that player. Yeah. They obviously are losing him, but thirty million is still a lot of money for Crystal Palace on one signing. Though. It is, yeah. That's why I don't. But see they did them buying twenty mil on Eze. I, I, I don't see it happening. Player, but... Yeah. Okay. Well. Palace fans, I'll, I'll put a tweet out. What, what you, what's your thoughts? Can, Conor Gallagher, is he going to return to the club? I hope so. Everton next. Now, they haven't got a lot of money. Or they have got a lot of money. They're just not allowed to spend it unless they sell first, which they may do with Richarlison, it seems. Um, Where has he been linked to? Spurs quite quite heavily. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's an unknown. They're probably going to have... They probably, they've got a little bit of cash to spend. Um, but they're probably going to have to sell someone before they can make a big signing, at least. But I've gone for... Who have I gone for? I've gone, actually, for a right-back. Now, they definitely need a right-back because they've got Seamus Coleman, who's got no legs. Um, and then they've got John Joe Kenny, who has got legs. They're just not very good. Um, so I've gone for someone who I know very well, and he's got loads of legs. Outrageous amount of legs. Was a right-winger. Outrageously has been converted to a right-back. Probably the fastest right-back on the earth. Um, and that's Bryce Hyde Samuel playing at in Turkey at the moment, smashing it over there. 
will he want to sacrifice European football for Everton? Probably not. But I wanted to get him in here anyway. Money's right. I think I'm sure he will. But I think he's on a lot of money in Turkey, and I just don't ah. know if he can compete for that. I just think it's a good option for. There might be a few Premier League clubs. I've seen. I think I saw like Southampton maybe linked with him. Um, he's just a great option to have. If you play a five, it's probably even better. Because but a four versatile winger slash fullback. I don't know how they've managed to send him to a fullback, but he's got pace and he's got strength. So if they can teach him to defend, then that's some beast at the back. So I think everything should go and get him. Yeah, it's a great signing. Um, I think the defensive view. Defense, there's issues in there. So, like you say, they probably need some defenders. Maybe James Tarkovsky. I think he's actually been quite heavily linked yeah, to Everton yeah, as well. Yeah, he'll be the one. Especially on a free, they'll be desperate to get that because obviously that won't bother the yeah. FP, FP men. Yeah, that would be... And to be honest, it'd probably be quite a good move for him as well. However, I think they need a midfielder. Um, I think... Probably selling Richarlison is a good move, ultimately. Um, you've got DCL. If you sell DCL, basically, I think you need to sell one of DCL or Richarlison, probably. But I'd rather sell Richarlison. But, you know, what do I know? Um, and I've said sign Kohu from Feyenoord. Had an absolute whale of a season. And, yeah, just sign him. Young Turkish lad. If it goes wrong, you can sell him again somewhere however at the same time I understand that signing Turkish players has always been a bit hit and miss for Everton yeah well he was the last good Turkish player in the Premier League well so you didn't shoot that one season maybe yeah I mean haven't got the best record have they um, maybe now this is the man to change that maybe Cenk Tosin Cenk Tosin great player for Everton actually did he play for Palace at one point as well he's yeah, played for a few, I think. Joined halfway for a season, I think it was. Right then, let's stop talking about Cenk Tosin because that's ridiculous. Uh, let's talk about Fulham. All right. Now, Fulham are... I think all of the newly promoted clubs could really toss of a coin go up or could sink or swim. I have no idea what's going to happen with the newly promoted clubs. Fulham have destroyed the championship but that's not saying anything because they had Again. a ridiculous amount of money. They've got the best striker the championship maybe has ever seen. And I don't think you can... If they hadn't have won the league at a canter, it would have been a joke. So there was not one person that didn't have Fulham to win the league last season in their predictions. So it's not really that impressive. What do they need? I think they need someone in with Harrison Reed to help clean up the midfield. They had Zambu and Gisa before. Um, yeah, he's moved more. to Napoli now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, and he was quality in the Premier League, so they need co- someone kind of like him. And I've gone for Sander Berger or Sander Burge, still playing in the Championship for Sheffield United. Will he want to move? I think he could be tempted to London in a lovely part of London as well. Is Fulham, and I think he would help that midfield. Do I think he's the best player in the world? No. But I definitely think he helps Fulham improve that midfield. Uh, another man I also thought is Norman for Norwich. Well, I think he was on loan at Norwich, but I can't remember where he's gone back to. Probably one of Norwich's best players when he was fit. Another option that they could have in the midfield. And cheap, probably. Probably cheap, yeah. Uh, I think they need to replace old Fabio Carvalho. 
who has joined the best team in the league. Yeah. And um, Kavira is, Luke, you're not going to like this. Chris Willock. Poor joke. That's the most unrealistic chance I've ever heard in my life. You'd be a good signing. Um, if not, try and get maybe Cole Palmer on loan from Man City. I, I think, think about that. Benefit both teams. Um, although at the same time, if Fulham go and get relegated again, it's sort of like, the way I see it is, look at Billy Gilmore, for example. Before he signed for Norwich last season, everybody was like, wow, he's pretty decent, he's pretty decent. And then they went and lost. Uh, then they went and got relegated, sorry. And now it's sort of like, oh, Billy Gilmore. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is a tough one for Fulham. And I think they can stay up if they recruit right, as all three of these clubs. I think Bournemouth are probably my favourites to go back down out of the new boys. <laughs> but if the other two... You know, there's, well. that, there's that thing about Fulham, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, but um, if I just have... A, Mitrovic has got to score there. I think Scott Parker messed him up last time. I don't think that's all his fault. If he can start well, then he bags goals for sure. Um, so that's going to be interesting. But Chris Willock... I was tempted to give him to a lot of these clubs, but I didn't want to, so I didn't. I understand, I understand. It's, it's a shame when you lose your, your favourite number 10. Yeah, he's not number 10. Well, my number 10 is leaving, and that's what I can think about. Yeah, that's a shame. Leeds, they might have some big players leaving as well, mm, Ben, and they'll be. probably be crying even more than you if they lose Calvin Phillips and Rafinha. Um, they lose their number ten. They do. Good. They that could well happen. Where's he? Where's he off to? Is he somewhere in Italy or something? Who Rafinha? Yeah, I've no idea. But anyway, surely better than Leeds for him. He surely won't be there come the end of the season. Uh, come the end of the summer, we will, time will tell. But Barca are after him for a while, weren't they? Yeah, but I, they're off to everyone. They haven't got any money. We don't know what <laughs> what are they paying with. They're linked literally with every decent player in Europe. But they Have can't seen afford it? any of them. They've, they've started, like, the way that they're trying to get their money up is doing ridiculous like things in the stadium. Weddings, uh, fans allowed to play on the pitch for, like, 300 quid. I bet the groundsmen love it. They're like, yeah, we've got some we've got some fat geezers from down the road coming down tonight. They're going to have a yeah, game. Absolutely yeah. Yeah, so back into England. Back into England, and I think Leeds could be one of the teams with Bournemouth that might struggle next season. It, they need to, they need there, even as it is, they need to spend or recruit really, really well this summer. Yeah. If they lose their two best players as well, I can't see them surviving. I really can't. No, I, I struggle to see it happening as it is. I know that I know that Phillips has been injured for a lot of the season, and and same for Bamford who. I don't know where he's going to be, but they. I think they need some some replacement in the midfield. They they just need to, they could have picked any. I've gone for a, a number nine because I think the miss of Patrick Bamford last season was so horrific, and they literally had mm. nobody up there. So I've gone for uh, Delort or Delor from Nice. Oh, from Nice, yes. He scored fifteen plus league goals in the last two seasons. Thirty years old, a bit of experience. Um, I just think they need a nine, but they need a winger. They need midfielders. They need defense. Anything you want, really. You could have picked. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I just think they need a midfielder. I haven't thought of a specific one. Yeah. Because realistically, it's going to be someone from abroad. I think. It's... I don't have a clue who who to say, but they need yeah. somebody from abroad because they... nobody's going. 
Nobody's going to move teams from... Maybe get Josh Brownhill. I don't know. Yeah, good option. Good shout There you go. Get him. Get Josh Brownhill. I like it. Leicester next. Now, I've actually... I think he's the only one on the list I've done this for. Yes, it is. I've got the same man that I said last year, I think. Go on. Um, and I think you could say they need a couple of positions defensively, centre-back and left-back. I've got options for those as well, don't you worry. Um, but I think they need a right-winger because the same reasoning. Last got the year, same, so they've, got, yeah. they've got Barnes on the left. They've now got Lookman on the left as well. But they've just not got a proper option to balance it out on the right. So it really leaves them confused systematically a lot of the time. So I've gone for Berardi. It's going to be a big money move. Can they get it over the line? I think it's an attractive move to the Premier League. I think. Fair enough. I said so. it last year and I thought he still fits. So what the hell? And he's had a pretty decent for? season over in Italy, isn't he? He's so, had, yeah, yeah, a couple. I have gone for Musa Diaby from Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. Um, I think they'll probably want to keep hold of him. But, you know, anyone wants to keep hold of someone until enough money comes up. So yeah. chuck however much at him and maybe get him across quite fast, which would suit the Leicester style of play. Yeah. Uh, but you are right they do need some defenders and again Tarkovsky would probably be this would probably be the ideal move for Tarkovsky I'd say if they, yeah. if they came in you've got to think based I don't know how much Everton can spend on wages I don't know if it's just transfers that they're not allowed to spend or wages they're not allowed to spend if they can still spend as much wages as they want yeah. then they're just going to offer ridiculous amounts of money to Tarkovsky and nobody's going to compete and I feel like that might be why he's going I could be wrong on what that is, but I think Salisu is one that they could get over the line. I think it's definitely an upgrade from going to Southampton for Leicester. I think that Southampton could be in trouble if they get this window wrong as well. Um, so I think that's an option. And then left back, I think Rico Henry would be a great time at left back. I know they've got Justin, but he's not really a left back. Um, and they've got Ryan Bertrand, who I don't even like who remembered him signing for Leicester because he's been invisible this season. Um, so I think Rico Henry would be a great shout there. That is an excellent shot from you. Okay, then on to your boys, Liverpool, who have got to oh, replace right. Sadio Mane. And I have actually not got a winger because I've not got a winger because we've just went and signed some Uruguayan chap for however much money. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. However, yes. the thing that I was saying even before I knew Mane was leaving, we need a midfielder, we need a midfielder, we need at least two, to be honest. Yeah. However, we've chucked 85 million it. Or 75 million, some, some 70 plus million at a Uruguayan chap. I'm not disappointed with it, but I'd rather have spent it on a midfielder. I'd rather have just gone and got Bellingham um, or an Nkunku, something like that. However, now we're going to need a, a, obviously a cheaper central midfielder. So I've no idea, but Bellingham would have been nice. But, you know, I'll take Nunes. I'm not, I'm not being ungrateful. Sounds like it. Yes, but I'm, I genuinely am. I'm pleased with the signing. However, it's an awful line. Scoring goals wasn't really something we were struggling with. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I've I've actually I've listed Conor Gallagher. I don't think Chelsea are going to sell him to a rival. Not for not for cut points anyway. But I think he would be a really good set of legs. I think the European Klopp would love Conor Gallagher. Um, but I think they could do with a bit of fresh attacking emphasis. And I've gone for Lucas. Paqueta, I'm not sure if that's how you say. Ooh, from um, Leon. From Leon, link with Newcastle nice. quite a bit to to finish that Brazilian trio in midfield, which would be 
fantastic. Greta, Jolinton, Guimaraes, midfield. Oh, my God. So outrageous. Um, but I thought, yeah, Liverpool, like you say, they're not going to spend hundreds of millions now because they've already spent that. No. So um, it's going to have to be someone not cheap, but cheaper than a, a big marquee market signing, which is what generally Klopp's been able to smash out quite a decent amount of those. And also you've got Carvalho to, to come in as well. Elliot should be better. Jones should be better, maybe. There's options in there, but they definitely need an... Ex- it would, a, a, our a, midfield would be fine if Naby Keita could play football properly. Yeah, Naby Keita either has like the best game of his life or the worst game of his life. Like, Champions League final, we took Keita on for Thiago. Keita had like two shots. And I sat next to my friend and he went, if that was Thiago hitting that ball, you'd be one, it'd be a draw. And Kate is there trying to do these outside of the foot flipping shots and it's just a nightmare. We haven't, we haven't talked about the Champions League final. It's probably too far to, to talk about it now yeah. in depth. But Kate, I personally just cut my losses. I still think you could get 30 mil from him because he's not the oldest. But I don't know. Yeah, he's an interesting We need one. a midfielder though, like you say. And ultimately... Who's knocking about? I don't know. Maybe, maybe try and pry JWP away. But all right then, that's another Liverpool action. I know you're sad about Sadio Mane, so we'll move on to the Premier League champions, Manchester City. Yeah, they're, weirdly, weirdly, they actually need a few positions. I'd say. I think they need two. Um, Is that the mid? Yeah, exactly. Um, I've gone for a, a midfielder because there's one I feel fits the mould perfectly and is probably going to be available. Um, whereas there's a left back, it's a, it's a smaller market and I couldn't be bothered to find one that fit because I've already found a midfielder. Mm. So I've gone for Calvin Phillips. Yeah, I've gone for Calvin Phillips. Uh, I think that's probably the best signing. Young, well, not young, but not old. English. Leeds are going to want 50, 60 mil for him, I see. I think that benefits both clubs. They're, they're going to need money, Leeds. So, yeah. would, would you cut your losses? Not even a loss, really, but would you cut it, get 60 mil, bring in like three players, maybe four? Probably. I think he, I think Pep would, would love him. I think he'd be a perfect man in that midfield. Also, we've seen centre-back injuries for uh, Man City a lot. He can play centre-back as well, if you need him to. He's basically the perfect He's perfect, um, man. Fernandinho replacement. Yeah. Literally, like for like. Not Brazilian, not bold, but still. Yeah, I think he'd be... Re- and I think he'd improve so much under Pep. Um, and, yeah, just think that would be great. Obviously, the, the links for him, if he's if he loves his lead as much as he says he does, then he won't go to United. And we're, Liverpool aren't going to splash that money on a midfielder. That really just leaves City unless he goes abroad. I can't see that happening. So it's City or Leeds. What do you prefer? I think I want to play for Manchester City, please. Yeah, and I think it suits better as well since there doesn't seem like that much rivalry between. The only worry I might have if I was Calvin Phillips, if I play for Leeds, I know I'm playing every game until the World Cup. If I play for Man City, and we've, we've seen a bit of first season syndrome for a lot of Man City players. Do you worry he doesn't get in a team enough to yeah. get to the World Cup? Because if James Still Will Prowse think... is playing every week, if Conor Gallagher goes somewhere else and plays every week... And nah, you know, I think Phillips brothers, is... 
Southgate just loves him. I think he's he's still sorted. Yeah. But I do get what you mean. He does play a lot more. But Pep realised last year. I think the thing with now is City need that because if Rodri's injured, who the hell do you play at centre defensive mid? Who? Yeah, well, um, no one, yeah. Genuinely, nobody comes to mind unless you're starting like the, the closest option would probably be Gundogan. Yeah, he might be on his way um, out as well. He might be on his way out as well, yeah. So I think you need a centre mid. I don't think the left back, the full back problem is that much of a problem, realistically. They just go unlucky. Um, realistically, if they're fit, Who's, who's starting Cancelo and Walker? Yeah. And if Walker's injured, then you play Cancelo on the right and you play Zinchenko. And if Cancelo's injured, you just play Zinchenko. Like, I don't think it's that bad. And worse comes to worse, you play John Stones at right back and you've got Diaz and yeah. Laporte or even Ake. I think that I, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's the same as Liverpool last season. It's not that bad. It's just an unlucky timing that you had. Yeah. When when's it going to happen again? Probably not so often. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Man City have got money. I mean, they've probably still got another nine billion in the bank. Billion pounds. So, but yeah, they 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 probably are better to do both. They've signed another person as well. I can't remember who it is, but I think they signed a bit of an under the radar guy here to start. Maybe. Um, oh, um, Julian Alvarez might be him. He's a striker, though, isn't he? Um. Manchester United next, if we go across Manchester. I've got three names, and I've been telling these three names for about three years. Declan Rice. Declan Rice, Ruben Neves, or Basuma. There's three men in the Premier League. What are you waiting for? Basuma would be a nice signing for Liverpool. Why have they not done it? Why are those three players still playing for Wolves, Brighton, and West Ham? Stan. I don't know why none of the big seats have, have clocked on. I can't. None of those, it wouldn't surprise me if none of those three players were at the clubs they are next season. I think, by the sounds of things, Neves might be on his way. Yeah, I mean, by the looks of things. Get any which of is them. Pro- which is arguably, where would you rank them if you were United? How, obviously, you'd rather sign Rice first because you just need that dominant, dominant midfielder for yeah. United at the moment. I'd probably go Rice and then Neves and Basuma is pretty close for me. Maybe Neves edges it slightly in, in the fit for United. Yeah. Never Portuguese as well. But um Basuma would actually be lovely signing for Liverpool. There's yeah. the cheap the cheaper one. 40 mil probably for Basuma. Chuck it at him, get him in Liverpool. Yeah. But I've I've gone for Rice or Sangare. I think you need now an out centre defensive midfielder. And United have got the money. Just get him in. It's so like we knew this last season and we knew it the season yeah. before that. What the hell are you waiting? Why do you keep signing other players? And they're still not really heavily linked with any of them. Ten Hag wants to hit the ground running. You don't really need to worry about anything but that midfield. Yeah. Because ultimately, United, you look at every part of the pitch, you've got the the defense, like, oh, that's dodgy. Midfield, oh, that's dodgy. Attack, oh, that's dodgy if Ronaldo's not playing. And the man's going to be 38. It really doesn't matter because he's superhuman. But you need a midfielder the most, I'd say. Especially with Pogba off. Yeah, 100%. Okay, that's enough of a Man United rant. We'll go into a different United, much more positive United, I would say. Linked with a lot of players, but a huge amount of cash money. Um, I've gone for a man that's free. I've gone for Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. 
Mm. A man wants to play football before he goes to the World Cup. He probably isn't going to go to a massive club, not in in England anyway. He can get a big, big, chunky wage and be part of that Newcastle revolution. I don't think he'd mind it. I don't think it's ridiculous. I think it suits him down to the ground, to be honest, because what, he's got two, maybe three years left in him at max, at most. Maybe even two, one or two. To be honest, it really wouldn't surprise me if after the World Cup he just retired. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's a good signing. I thought of Zapata from Atalanta because I think they need a striker. Yeah, considering Calvin Phillips in it around that much. Calvin, uh, Calvin Phillips, Phillips. Callum Wilson, <laughs> striker in Newcastle. Uh, Callum Wilson and Joe Linton's turned into prime Zico. Um, yeah, I think Zapata would be a good signing, but I think a right wing is probably a good idea as well. Maybe Diaby as well. Yeah, they need a midfield as well, just to just to top that up. Quetta would be a would be a fantastic signing. The guy you mentioned for Liverpool. Yeah, um, Sean Longstaff just is. Some, I mean, he's a Premier League player, maybe. But if you want to, oh, it depends. I don't think so. We don't know what Newcastle. I don't know what to expect from Newcastle next season. It's early days. They haven't actually signed anyone massive yet, so let's let's chill. But it's going to be exciting. I'm excited already. Just talking about, it and we're still two months away. All right, Nottingham Forest next. The final team to be promoted and the final team on the list um, got a lot of loan signings Jed Spence probably top of your list to sign back um, for sure um, but big news, Brees Samba has decided he doesn't want to play for them anymore apparently Ooh. so they're going to definitely need a goalkeeper which when I saw that I thought that's going to make my life a lot easier because there's two great goalkeepers in the championship one definitely better than the other but one's free um, link with Crystal Palace quite heavily and that is Sam Johnstone Sam Johnstone that would be a good signing yeah uh, on a free transfer after leaving West Brom proved himself in the Premier League that one season before they went down um, had been a bit shaky and it's just contract problems all season long it's been a bit of a write off still in the England squad most times as is Nick Pope which is also a class class option if they want to spend a bit of money on, on them I did a bit of research for this one, a lot more research than I did. I I did a bit of a survey. I asked my friend, who's a Nottingham Forest fan, to give us his expert opinion. So Archie, thanks for this. He, I says, right. I said, sorry. Uh, who realistically do you think Forest needs to sign? Which position? And he's given me a whole new team. He he said Isaac Cabor from uh, City at right back. Considering Spence is probably going to leave, it might be Cabore. Eh? Yeah, not can't say I've mentioned uh, Castellos at camp from NYFC, which presumes New York FC. Yeah, uh, Nico Williams at right, at left back from the Scousers. Apparently, this is his words, not mine. Also, sign our loans such as James Gar- James Garner and Keenan Davis. And then he said, and I would tip us to sign Gareth Bale. Welsh connection with Johnson. Sorry, so and not. So this this nineteen year old Welsh bloke who's good is, is, is probably not going to be there single the handedly. So he's single handedly going to take Gareth Bale to Nottingham, who are going yeah. to be in a relegation battle at the very most yeah. next season. Well, oh, realistically, they haven't got, great, they've got a, that money. Newcastle's got an amazing signing, though. It'd be an amazing signing. 
Gareth Bale is more likely to go to Cardiff than he is to go to Nottingham Forest. If he's going on a Welsh connection, he goes home. That's that's uh, what I would say. What so to the the capital city of Wales or to where this random nineteen year old chap's from? Well, yeah, you you decide. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, fair play. Thanks for thanks for your contribution. I've never heard of most of those players, so well done on your scout report. Much much better than mine. Yeah, thanks for that, Archie. Thank you, but don't be so ridiculous next time. Um, but maybe I'll be wrong. I'll give you ten pounds if Gareth signs to the Forest. Me or Archie? Archie, and I'll eat yeah. and I'll eat a whole pack of Welsh cakes. That's not that's not punishment. Though. I like a Welsh uh, cake. Yeah, the whole pack is quite a lot though. Maybe I'm thinking of Eccle cakes. Yeah, I think they're quite similar. I don't know. Who cares? Southampton. Yeah. Southampton. Formerly, Gareth Bale's home. Probably more likely to go oh. there than not in Forest, I would say. Um, you know me. I like to say that ridiculous signing is Aguero to Arsenal. Yeah, that was a famous one. Uh, Southampton, I think, are in trouble. Initially, from just talking nonsense right now, I think Southampton, not in Forest, form of Brentford and Leeds uh, are the biggest losers at the moment. Um, but I'm just making that up. And there's a long way to go, like I said many a time. They've lost, of course, um, what's his name? Brozier. Brozier. If you can get him back, get him back, because they haven't got a lot of goals in that team. But I think there's, a, there's other areas that are poor. I think McCarthy, is he good enough? They're linked with the Man City keeper that was on loan at Portsmouth last season, who's a revelation. So maybe him as well in goal. But um, defensively, they're okay, but probably need another centre back. Bednarek might be going out or somewhere else. Midfield, they're okay, but not a lot of creativity on the wings. But I've still gone for a striker, a guy called Al Jorque. Al Jork. I reckon it's a joke. Um, um, France. From Strasbourg, uh, 28 years of age. Last goal, last, last goal, last season. Got 12 goals and eight assists. It's not bad. Um, it's probably it's not going right. to cost you an arm and a leg. And could score some goals, Southampton. I just think they're in a bit of bother. Yeah. Always gone for the old time and tested Timo Pukki. Just count. get him. Just yeah. get him in. Yeah, yeah, not a bad idea. He'll score you some goals. I would love to see Although, Timo Pukki in a team in, in a shirt that's not yellow. Yeah, no. apart from his finish kit. Yeah, but it's just like just I'd like to see what he could do. I feel like he's a decent player. He does. He doesn't set the Premier League alight, but he certainly gives Norwich the smallest glint of hope when he's in the team. But I would like to see what he can do in a team that's slightly better, at least. Slightly yes, a little yellow. Slightly less yellow, yeah. Brilliant. Let's go to Tottenham. Tottenham is the first the one that I knew straight away. I might have said this one last year as well. Um, Pau Torres. They Pau need... Torres would be... I think you said him for United. I know, maybe Possibly. that was me. Um, left-footed centre-back again is needed. They've got Ben Davis, who's, to be fair, doing a job, but um, you can't rely on him on his own left, left-sided left defensively-wise. Wow, that's not... not mm. um, obviously, on the, on the... Eric Dyer has been pretty solid since since he's, since Conte's come in. They've got um, Romero, of course, on the right, and then the likes mm. of Sanchez, Tanganga and Davis and Rodon as well. Um, obviously not great, but Conte's can get a tune out of them. Fullbacks, they'll probably be looking at as well. Um, Spence. And um, apparently, 
Richarlison as well. So I'd say maybe a, a centre back Richarlison and Jed Spence. You probably and maybe a left back as well. I don't think. I wouldn't maybe. bother with Richarlison. Have they got Kulusevski yet? Yeah, I think he he's well. He's posted a picture in the new kit, so I assume so. <clears throat> right. Well, now that he saw it, I wouldn't bother Richarlison personally. I think it's a bit of a waste of money. I would work on the defence, like you say. I'd get two fullbacks. I think they need something on the left. I don't. I'm not really a massive fan of Reguilon. And I also think Jed Spence would be a naughty right back for Tottenham. Uh, then they can start getting involved in the Reese James Trent Alexander Arnold debate. Yeah. Maybe a bit of a way off, but I don't know. Um, yeah, just a bit, but we'll see. But yeah. And then they could sell a couple, they could either sell Doherty or Emerson. I'd probably get rid of Emerson. Yeah. And then. You just need a left back. I'm not really sure who, but yeah, centre back would be nice as well. Maybe, maybe Lissandro Martinez from Ajax who can double up as a centre defensive midfielder. Do you know it would be really good when you need yeah. a, a man that can play at both right back and left back? Carl Walker Peters. Yeah, but he left Spurs, didn't and he? They sold him because they're idiots, and they literally he would be their best fullback <laughs> right now. He probably would be actually. No, he would be. How time changes. How the turns have tabled. How the turns have tabled. Um, right, the W's now. West Ham, I'll be honest, I got a bit tired when I got to West Ham. Uh, <laughs> and I thought, what do they need, really? I mean, defensively, they had a horrible time last year with you know, injuries, but I don't think they've, they're not that thin on the ground. They just got a bit unlucky, but they probably could do with some reinforcements. Maybe another left back because Cresswell's struggling. Um, but mm. I think they've all we've always said they need another striker. I think they can get a man that could probably compete with Antonio. I don't think Antonio's set as that man. I mean, he does a lot of work, but if they can replicate him and get a better end product, I don't think he's irreplaceable in terms of his place in the squad. Um, but I've gone for a man called Wahi. He's 19 years of age, plays in Montpellier. He got 10 goals last season in league. We're living this French league strikers, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, I just couldn't find anyone really. And I thought, well, he's young. He's probably not good enough for the Premier League, but I can't be bothered to look for anybody else. I think West Ham need a centre-back and a striker. Um, let's just carry on that Czech, Re- Czech Republic connection. Get Patrick Schick. Oh, good shot. And for the centre-back, get... Hinchape. Hinchape from Bayer Leverkusen as well. A young Ecuadorian chap. Be a nice signing for them, I'd say. Had a good season. Yeah, I like it. Finally, last but not least, Wolverhampton. Did I say last but not least? Maybe. I don't know. That's not Leeds. It's not Leeds. It's Wolves. Wolves. First of all, Keegan Gibbs-White. That's a crucial one. Yes, that is a big signing. Tie down. He's fantastic. Thing, um, I suppose, but I think they also need more reinforcements in midfield. I think their forward line is actually quite strong, and I know they haven't scored a lot of goals, but I don't think they've created a great deal of chances. Yes, their finishing should be better, but I back Jimenez to be better than he was last year, as well as the majority of the wingers. And I still think Fabio Silva might be okay at some point in his life, maybe, just maybe. Um, Fabio Silva's probably all right. However, I think. They just need to. They're gonna need. They're gonna lose Neves. So, I've bailed out real quick. Go for Paulinia. They're already working on it. Yeah, yeah. Get him in. I'd like to get him in. Um, but the man I think 
it could be a funny one and, and just gives them a different dimension in midfield would be Ruben Loftus Cheek. Um, that would be a great sign, actually. I think a midfield three of Polina and Loftus Cheek and Morgan Gibbs White is pretty much everything you can possibly want from a trio. Jean um, Moutinho on the bench. Jean Moutinho obviously will be in and out of that. Loftus Cheek's not going to stay fit for a whole season, but Moutinho is slowly fading away. So I just think that would be lovely, and it wouldn't cost you too much money either. I don't think. I think Chelsea are looking to get rid, get him in, sort it out, and don't bother getting Takumi Minamino unless you're going to pay us loads for him. Yeah. Uh, not because I don't want him, but they must. I don't know. Maybe they just loan all their wingers, but I swear Wolves sign about twenty wingers every season. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, but there you go. That's twenty clubs, more than twenty players each from that list so <laughs> let us know I'll, I'll do some tweets and, and hopefully happy we're back and let us know who you want your club to sign personally I'd love to sign Cameron Archer don't think it's going to happen but it might um, but yeah thanks for thanks for listening it's great to be back I hope you've enjoyed it and see you next time I've next enjoyed week. it I'm back and I'm pleased that we're back not just me lovely stuff Adios. <laughs> Adios, amigo.